2: Thank you. Thank you for moving, God. Thank you for being so good, so good, so good to us, oh God. You alone are worthy. You alone are our strong tower. You alone are our propitiation, oh God. You are everything to us, oh God. And we want to be everything to you, oh God. We want to say yes to your will and yes to your way, oh God. Whatever you have for us to do, O oh God, I say yes. Yes. Because all you want to hear is a yes, O oh God. And then we will move in our lives and change our lives, O oh God. Thank you for bringing us in right standings with you, O oh God. Thank you for touching the whole body of Christ, O oh God. Thank you for changing our mindsets, O oh God. Oh, thank you for removing that stronghold, God, that keeps us from hearing you, oh, God, that keeps us from doing your word and doing your will, oh, God, and I thank you for that, oh, God. Today, God, for everything that we've done wrong, wipe our slates clean, oh, God, and let us start afresh, oh, God. Give us another chance, oh, God, and we thank you, God. We thank you, we thank you, we thank you. Lord, and I thank you. Just asking that you just bring the body of Christ, and not only the body of Christ, Lord God, but bring us all in right standings with you, O oh God, that we may hear your words, that we may hear your words, God, and not only hear them, but be doers of your word. Oh, and we thank you. We thank you for what you're doing, O oh God. We thank you for being so mindful of your people, O oh God. God, and we thank you for what you're doing in these states, God, that are having trouble with storms and electricity and food and shelter, O oh God. God, those that have money, those that have means that can help the people, touch their very hearts, O oh God, that they may come out and be a keeper to their brother, O oh Lord. <laughs> Excuse me, touch the hearts and the minds of the people, God, that they may share their wealth, those that have enough that it won't even dent their pockets of God. Give them a, a heart that is a servant's heart of God, their help, and we thank you, Lord for those churches that can open up, oh, God, and give shelter to the homeless, oh, God, to not only individuals but to families, oh, God, move on their hearts and their minds, oh, God, that they will provide shelter, and we thank you, Lord, and I thank you. Don't let it be like before, God, they thought that their buildings were too pretty to house the the people that are in very need. God, we got to move. we got to change our ways, oh God. We've got to open our hearts and be what you call for us to be, oh God. You are excellent. You are excellent in all your ways, oh God. And we thank you. From coast to coast, oh God, do your will for your people. Do your will for the body of Christ, oh God. And we thank you, Lord. We thank you. We thank you. Thank you. We thank you. And, Father, I'm asking that you touch our apostle God in his season of healing, those miracles that we're calling for in, his, in your name, Jesus, for his name, God, because you know his name. You know him, God, and we thank you, God. We speak that healing, that virtue right now in the name of Jesus. And we thank you for touching him from the top of his head to the bottom of his feet in every area, oh God. Touching right now in the name of Jesus. Relax that breathing, oh God. Relax his breathing, oh God. Oh, and I bind the anxiety, I bind everything that tries to come against me right now in the name of Jesus. And we thank you, Lord. We give you the honor and the praise and the glory for everything that you're doing for him, oh, God. Oh, because I know it's a trying time, oh, God, to have events, to have anything, God, that causes you not to be able to breathe. Oh, God, touch me right now in the name of Jesus. Oh, yes, Lord, thank you. Thank you, Lord. Thank you, Lord. We give you the honor and the praise and all the glory. We just lift up your name, O God, because you are worthy. You are worthy, O God, and we thank you. We thank you for what you're going to do for Sister Montina tomorrow as she goes through surgery, O God. We thank you for touching her body right now in the name of Jesus. We thank you for the healing virtue in her body right now. We thank you for the doctors guiding her. They're guiding their hands, God. Thank you for guiding the doctor's hands, oh, God. Thank you for moving. Thank you for a miracle for her, God. And we glory for you for that, God. We're just thanking you right now in the name of Jesus. Father, we thanking you for touching all those that are in the nursing homes, oh, God. Touch them, God. Move for them, oh, God. Open doors for them, oh, God. And we thank you, God, for healing their bodies, healing their minds, and healing the faith that you bring faith alive in them again, oh, God. And we thank you, Lord. We just give you honor and praise and glory. We thank you, Lord. Thank you for the speaker that's coming on tonight, oh, God. Thank you for touching their mind. Thank you for touching their mouth, oh, God, that they may speak the blood, the blood that gives life, that the blood will pour out of their mouth, oh God, the blood that is the blood of salvation, the blood of deliverance, the blood of healing, that every word, God, will penetrate somebody's heart, that will prick the very ear bone to make us want to have a change. And we thank you, Lord. Thank you, Lord, in the mighty name of Jesus. Oh, we thank you, Lord. Thank you for keeping mom on them in Texas. For all those things that are going on in Texas, keep our people safe, oh God. Keep them safe, oh God, and we thank you. We just thank you for being mindful of them, oh God. Thank you, Jesus. And we give you the honor and the glory for those things, O oh God. God restore the electricity for all the people. Restore electricity, O oh God, so that the people may be able to warm their bodies, that they may be able to cook and and heat up the children, O oh God. And we thank you, God. Oh, but we must bow down and pray more. Help me, oh God, to pray more. Help me to be what you call for me to be, oh God. And I thank you for that. Thank you for touching every heart and every mind. Oh, we thank you for what you're doing, God. We thank you for how you're touching those that are in prison, oh God. For how you're moving on their hearts, oh God. For how you're changing their lives for how you're bringing in speakers, God, that are holy, sanctified, and willing to give the true, unadulterated word of God. And we thank you for sending in those people, oh God. We just thank you, God. We thank you, we thank you, we thank you. We thank you for what you're doing for the churches up in Michigan, oh God, and the churches in Las Vegas. And all the churches that are under our apostle, oh God, thank you for touching them. Thank you for moving for them. Thank you for moving for the people. Thank you for moving you for moving the whole 5 ministry, oh God. For we need you in these days, oh God. We need you, God. We need you to hide us behind your cross, oh God, and lead us in the right direction. We need you, God, to bring us all in right understanding with you. For there's none like you, God. There's none like you in all the earth, oh, God. Lord, as the earth travails, we just thank you, God. We thank you, God, for us being able to hear you, God, for you leading us in the right direction, oh, God. For there is none like you. None like you in all the earth, O oh God. You alone are worthy. You alone are our strong tower. You alone are everything that we need, O oh God. And we put our trust in you, God. We put our trust in you, O oh God. Hallelujah, hallelujah, hallelujah. Oh God, hallelujah. We thank you for being so mindful, God. Hallelujah! Yes, God, we trust you, God, in this day and time. And all we can say is we trust you, God. No matter what it looks like in our life, God, we trust you. We just trust you, God. And we thank you, God. We thank you. We glorify you, God. We lift up your name. We magnify your name, for you are awesome. You are a holy God. God, teach us what holiness is. Teach us what sanctification is, O God. Teach us, O God, your way. Teach us to understand your way, O God. For your mind is not our mind, and your ways are not our ways. For your ways are right. And we thank you, Lord. We just thank you, Lord. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Thank you, Lord. We thank you, Lord. Hallelujah. Glory to your name, O God. Glory to your name. You make the difference in our lives, O God. You alone are worthy. And my soul thanks you, Lord. My soul gives you the honor. My soul agrees with everything. Oh, God, and I thank you. For there's none like you, God. There is none like you in all the earth. You are everything, and everything is you. And I thank you, Lord Jesus. Oh, we magnify your name, O oh God. You alone are worthy. You alone are our strength and our strong power. Lord, purge us with his Oh, make us white as snow, O God. Deliver us from all calamities, O oh God. Make a way, O oh God. Make a way out of no way where there seems to be no way, and we thank you. We thank you, we thank you, we thank you, for you are everything, and everything is you. We thank you for being everywhere. We thank you for hearing everything. We thank you for being an all-seeing God, an all-holy God. And we thank you, in Jesus' name, amen. Praise Lord, everyone. everyone. Uh, Pastor Tony, are you on the phone? Yes, I am. How are you, sweetie? I'm blessed, sir. You can go ahead when you're ready.
1: Okay. Can everybody hear me clearly? If not, I can put the uh, earpods in. Can they hear me clearly?
2: Yes, sir. I can hear you.
1: Okay. God bless you. Listen, I thank God that was a very powerful prayer uh, that was prayed. I thank God for the sister that was praying. And uh, I I just want to say to every one of you who are listening, we just want to take about 10, 15 seconds and let's praise God in advance for what he's already doing and what is already being done. And I I just thank God in advance for the miracle and for the blessing for dad uh, that he is returning home completely, fully restored and healed. And we just thank God even now for that. And I appreciate you. To all of you, again, some may not know me, some do, Pastor Tony Howard, uh, I'm one of the uh, dad's son, apostle's son, uh, now what, boy, 30 years now? I've known him for 30 years. He's been my dad uh, uh, literally and figuratively and spiritually as well, and I just thank God for him and all of the blessings uh, that he's bestowed upon my life and uh, to giving honor to his wife, First Lady Brooks, and to all of you of, uh, of the church, I thank God for you even now. I- I'm going to be ministering from this premise, and if you have a pen and piece of paper, I want you to write it down for me. I'm going to be ministering from the premise entitled, The Purpose of Understanding. So I'm going to be ministering from that premise, The Purpose of Understanding, and we're going to, uh, there's three particular uh, books that we're going to minister out of the book of Ecclesiastics, chapter number three, verses uh, verse number one. And then we're going to go to Proverbs, chapter number eight, verse one. And then we will also go to 2 Timothy chapter number three, verse number 10. Again, if you're writing, uh, we're gonna be ministering and teaching from this premise, the purpose of understanding. And let's go to the book of Ecclesiastes, chapter number three, verse number one. It says, to everything there is a season and a time to every purpose under the heaven. It's a very familiar passage of scripture that we often uh, minister and talk about consistently. But there's something that I want you to see here. It says, uh, to everything there is a season, a time, and a purpose under heaven. Uh, I want you to take and write for me every purpose and, and take that underline and, you know, capitalize it, put it in brackets because that's going to be a point that we're going to talk about Then in the book of Proverbs, chapter number 8, verse number 1, it says these words, doeth not wisdom cry, and understanding put forth her voice. So understanding has a voice, which we're going to talk about tonight that is going to be very unique. But let me start this way, because often being a pastor and being a pastor for a number of years. also doing counseling uh, for years. This is one of the questions that is often asked me as a pastor, uh, can you ask God, what is my purpose? And then people will ask me, just in general, do you see or do you know what my purpose is? And there's two forms of purpose that we're going to deal with. I wanna deal with it in the book of and but then also in the book of Timothy. So when you're writing, I want you to write this down because we're going to touch this and jump right into it. The word purpose from the book of Ecclesiastes is a Hebrew word, and that word is pronounced hephes. It's spelled in this manner, H-E dash or hyphen, pes And that word purpose, that word purpose in the Hebrew is unique Sister Montina, because oftentimes people are looking and searching for a purpose. And what is it that I'm supposed to do? What is it that God is calling me to do? And oftentimes they struggle and fail in that purpose because the intent here now in the book of Ecclesiastes was never intended for the person to fulfill the purpose or plan, which we will talk about. But this purpose that he's talking about here in the book of Ecclesiastes is talking about a joy, a delight is what it means. So if you write that down for me, a joy, a delight. It also means a matter or business. But it also means to be pleased. And another word, desire. Now, I'm building a case. I need you guys to just be patiently with me. I'm building a case here. So when he's speaking of the purpose, there's a time. It says to everything, there is a season of time and to every purpose under heaven. He's not talking about a plan or something to be fulfilled. Because I'm getting to the point of asking asking God the question or making the statement I don't understand. I don't understand why this is taking place. I don't understand why that's taking place. And we're going to answer that question, but we have to deal with the purpose aspect of it. Because he said, again, what we're teaching on the purpose of understanding. So what's important is this, is that in this instance, the purpose that's being fulfilled here is not an obligation on your part is not an obligation or a plan or you're trying to fulfill something. This purpose, the Hebrew word hephas is a purpose of joy, delight, to be pleased or affair. So this purpose is talking about us fulfilling the purpose of God. Because as we begin to pull this and tear it apart, what we're going to find out is that when we begin to seek our purpose greater than the purpose or the will of god then we are left without a counsel we're left without joy we're left without desire because what takes place is we begin to try to please ourselves. when the true purpose that god has intended for all of us is for him to be pleased so watch where i'm going so now the let me give you the dictionary.com for the word purpose and again we're going to tie these in together the word purpose or purposing is an intention, or goal for oneself. So we're going to move that to the latter part. Because again, when we have a goal for oneself, and that goal or that purpose becomes greater than the purpose or the will of God or the counsel of God or the desire of God, but more importantly, as I said earlier, to please God, then we're actually trying to please ourselves. So in most cases, when I talk to the members and I say to them when they come to me and they say, Do you, can you ask God what my purpose is? And my question to them, what is your purpose or your desire for God first? Because any time my purpose takes precedent over God's purpose, I have lack of understanding, I have lack of joy, I have uh, a lack of excitement and delight in my life because I'm trying to fulfill a purpose. In most cases, if we go ahead and be honest with ourselves, in most cases we never achieve the purpose that we have set out for in the first place. So now, watch. So that means that this is not the intent of the purpose in Ecclesiastics. It's not the purpose for you to fulfill anything. But it is the purpose for you to show delight and joy and to be pleasing to God. And when that takes place, God will, will, at that moment, begin to adjust your purpose. So the purpose of understanding, because, again, we have to answer the question, uh, I don't understand why this is taking place. So write this down on your paper. I must have the right purpose. And at any point, I, I don't know how the, the talk shoe works, because uh, we use a uh, free conference call And I'm going to leave it open right now just in case anyone has any questions. If you have to unmute, uh, you can ask the question, and we'll go from there. So are there any questions at this point? Any questions concerning the purpose? Because we're dealing with two. We're going to deal with one that is solely the purpose and the will of God. And the second one now is we're going to answer the question about your purpose, but the main question we have to ask and come to the conclusion of, I don't understand. So we have to get an understanding. So is there anyone that has any questions at this
2: point? Okay,
1: so let's go forward. I want you to write this down as well because, again, we're going to deal, I have to deal with this side of purpose is very important. It's also a word for purpose that's in the Greek, and that word is boule. And that word means to counsel. It means to deliberate. It means wisdom. So having this particular purpose gives me wisdom or gives me counsel, and it allows me at this moment to get the wisdom of God, get the counseling of God, to deliberate what it is that God says, and listen to this. Write this down. Well, I, I may, it may be too long to write, but listen to what it says. It says properly a resolved plan, used particularly, and the immutable aspect of God's plan, purpose, purposely arranging all physical circumstances, which are which guarantees every scene of life works for his internal purpose. Let me read it again because we're going to break it down. Properly resolved plan, used particularly in the immutable aspect of God's plan, purposely arranging all physical circumstances, which guarantees every scene of life works to his internal plan. So now let's jump into this. What we encounter in life, what we go through in life, Is not just life itself. It is the immutable aspect of God's plan that is taking place in our life. Listen to what it says. uh, Purposely arranging all physical circumstances. So all of the circumstances that are taking place in our lives, God has either permitted it or it has been the plan of God arranging any of the physical circumstances. Now, let's deal with this. I'm not going to talk about the coronavirus, but I want to deal with this. Back in March, God gave me a vision, and I went uh, publicly on Facebook, and it was the latter part of March. And he made this statement to me, and he said to me that until his glory, the earth reflects his glory back. He gave me the number of the individuals that would pass away from this. He gave me a number, and, and, and I quoted the number, but this is the point that I'm getting at. When God permits something, I want you to write this down. Permission is different from a curse or a blessing. A curse is designed to be targeted to an individual or a thing. A blessing is designed for an individual or a thing. But when God permits something like this virus, it was tampered with, he permitted it because there's nothing that can enter, it says, to every purpose under the heaven. Nothing can enter, come under the heaven without God's permission. So God permitted all of this to take place. Now, my heart is hurting and bleeding because I lost a mother, mother-in-law, mother brother-in-law. I've lost several uh, individuals who are very close to me to the virus. I, I, I can't tell you, probably about 25 family members on my side and on my wife's side, and her mother, we just buried her uh, in the month of December because of the coronavirus, had no underlying issues, and I'm making a point. She wasn't sick at all. She didn't leave her home because she was a senior, so somebody brought it to her, and I, I started to get angry, and then God reminded me that whatever he permits under the heaven, the permission affects all people. Nobody... When God permits it, it affects every individual person, saved and unsaved, because remember, a curse is targeted to a person or a thing. A blessing is targeted to a person or a thing. But when God permits something under the heaven, everything, when he permits it, we all are are subject to what God has permitted. I can't tell you the number of pastors and preachers and uh, all of those individuals who have passed away, and, and I'm dealing with the understanding now. God, I don't understand this. I, my mother-in-law never left her apartment, never went out. She didn't go out to visit. She didn't do those things, but she, someone brought the virus to her. In a matter, my wife left on Saturday. She left and she got there Saturday. Mom passed away on Sunday from the virus, no other issues. And my concern was, God, I don't understand this. And he said to me again and reminded me that when I permit something, the permission under the heavens. again, let's go back because we're we're dealing with this now in a very in-depth way. To everything, there is a season and a time to every purpose under heaven. So this right here, the desire of God was to permit this to take place, and none of us, and I'm only using the virus as an example, and none of us are not permitted or unpermitted from it affecting us because God permitted it under the heaven. So there is a purpose. But if there is a purpose for it to take place under heaven, and I don't have an understanding because let's go back to Proverbs. It says, doeth, uh, doeth not wisdom cry, and understanding put forth her voice so we have a voice to speak god i don't understand how can this take place being saved full of the holy ghost whatever titles that we have that does not exempt us from what god has permitted under the heaven and by the purpose in which he permitted it now my heart is bleeding because i've lost too many people that was close to me that was uh, that were righteous that were that was holy And I'm saying to God, he said, but to every purpose under the heaven. There is a time and a season. And he said, I understand that your voice, your understanding has a voice to cry out to ask God, why is this taking place? But now remember, the word purpose is the Hebrew word, hephes. How do I find joy? How do I find delight? How do I take pleasure? How am I pleased in the midst of this situation that's taking place? I thank God because I know people who catches the virus and they pass away in less than two days. But I thank God and I give him the delight because he's breathing on our apostle right now. He's breathing on us. My brother-in-law made the statement, those who make it into 2020, we are the miracle. And I will – I'm saying to every one of you right now who is listening to me that we are, we are the miracle of God. We are the purpose of God. There is something that God is speaking to us, and there is no problem with your voice or with your understanding having a voice, God, why me? But now, let's back up, because remember this purpose, this purpose is dealing not with what I'm trying to fulfill, not with a plan I'm trying to accomplish, but this purpose The hefas is solely the desire and pleasure, matter, and the business of God. So, God, what is your purpose concerning this season? Write this down. This virus, its time is running out because he said these words, your circumstances, remember, your physical circumstances, all of this is under the immutable plan of God. Physical circumstances all that you have gone through, this has been a plan that God has, whether it was permitted or whether it happened, but there also are parts of the plan that are self-inflicted by you, the individual. But God sees that, and even though it is self-inflicted on your part, it is still part of God's immutable plan that I read to you and made the statement from the word boule. It is a It is the counsel of God, and it is a part of what God has allowed in the arranging of this physical circumstances. Now, but what he said was this, which guarantees every scene of your life will work to his eternal purpose. So when God spoke to me and said these words, That every part of your life, both good, both bad, both indifferent, that that was damaging, that that was broken, that that came against you, all of that that took place was a part of the eternal plan or purpose that I had for you. The arranging of it was, was to arrange all of the physical circumstances, doesn't matter what they are. Doesn't matter how they came about, it might have been your fault, it might have been someone else's fault, but they were all arranged by God's plan. But I, I'm here to encourage every one of you to everything there is a season and a time. So the time that God arranged these things to take place in your life or permitted them to take place in your life, that time is soon to end because to every season a season does not we don't have winter all year long, we don't have spring all year long, we don't have summer all year long so I, I I'm speaking to someone whose heart is heavy right now and say god i don't understand why this is happening to us, why is our church going through this? why is this taking place because God is saying. This season has a time on it, and it cannot go past the time in which God permitted. I preached a message for the last two Sundays entitled, Redirecting the Voice of God Back into the Earth. And God said to me, until my voice is redirected back into the earth, not in any way whatsoever, but through the people of God. God's voice has to be, must be heard through us in order to be redirected because every voice is louder than God's voice now. The voice of the virus is louder. The voice of social injustice is louder. The voice of same-sex is louder. The voice of – they will protest for everything, but I do not see Christians on the streets with signs saying that I'm going to protest that God is still God all by himself and that righteousness is still righteousness because, watch this, to every season, to season. there is a season and a time, but under the heaven, there is a purpose. So now we have to adjust the purpose of the will of God back into our lives and not stop, and we have to stop seeking our own purpose. And when we seek the purpose of God, watch this, he said to tell you that he will redirect all of the physical circumstances that we are going through. don't matter what those circumstances are, he's going to redirect them, and he's going to guarantee for his eternal purpose that this is going to work in your life. And I'm speaking to someone right now whose life is broken, and you're going through some things, and you don't understand, which we're going to answer that question. I don't understand why I'm going through this. I want you to take and write the word purpose down, put it in brackets, and what I want you to understand is that God has taken this. He has orchestrated this. This is purposely or purposely fulfilled or the arranging of the circumstances that God has put together for his immutable plan in our lives. We can't change it. No matter how you seek to mess it up, It was part of the plan, because before I formed thee, I knew thee, and he knew all about what you were going to do, because he knew you before he formed you. But guess what? You were formed for this. No matter what it is, you were already formed for it, for the divorce, for the molestation, for the sickness, for the disease, for, for the physical abuse, the verbal abuse, you were formed for because God knew you before he formed you. So when he formed you, he formed you based upon what he knew for the purpose that he had in your life. And in that purpose, watch where I'm going, in that purpose, God wants to, he wants the delight, he wants the pleasure to know that you will give him the glory in the midst of all that you're going through, that you don't understand, and you don't understand the purpose, you don't understand the reason, you don't understand why I'm constantly going through this, God said, until I can get the delight, or I can get the pleasure from you, that you're going to put back into what I have purposed. In most cases, God lets us stay there for a while. But I'm here to let you know that that time, even if God lets you stay there for a while, he'll never let you stay beyond the time. He'll never let you stay beyond the time. And I decree that your time is coming and that that season is ending and what God is going What God has purposed for you, to do his will, to have the joy, to be delightful, when was the last time you praised God in the midst of your suffering? Has your sufferings become louder and spoke greater than what God is doing? Has what you're going through become louder than the voice of God? And God said, I'm trying to fulfill my purpose because in the midst of what you're dealing with and what I have put together as a plan, I don't see, and I don't hear a praise coming from you. And I, I, I want you to talk back to me. How many of you are struggling with purpose right now? Talk to me. Anybody struggling with purpose? I am. Okay, let's talk about it. What are you struggling with? Give me your name. I'm sorry, Pastor Tony. Give me your name.
2: Silva. Dova. Silva.
1: Okay, Nova. Did I hear it right? It
0: is Silva.
1: I got you. Silva,
0: S-Y-L-V-A.
1: I got you. I need to put my ear pods in, huh? Come on, talk to us, Sister
2: Silva. Let's talk about this. I have always been one to serve. And and doing all this, I'm unable to do what I feel God led me to do. Okay. I'm not used to sitting and not doing anything. I'm not used to serving. And, and it bothers me. Okay. Some of has, has to do with my health. Some um, of has to do with my health. My back and stuff is, is I'm having problems with my back and my health right now. But I'm not used to, to serving. I'm not used to, to getting out feeding people. I'm not used to getting out getting in my car and going out on the street to the highways and to the byways and to the creeks. I'm, I'm not used to not doing that
1: okay so and let it bothers me hear you clear go ahead I'm sorry
3: I said and it bothers me it bothers me seriously.
1: okay because because physically what I'm hearing is that i I can't get out and do the things that I, I was I would normally be doing due to uh, physical reasons due to the COVID, due to all of these things uh, basically that have come against me and it's bothering you now, let's, come, let's work to shift that from uh, something that's, bothering some, that's bothersome to you, and let's see what it is that God is getting from you. In this moment uh, of what's taking place, remember I said the word boule, that word, it's to counsel. At this moment, I believe that God is counseling with you. The activity that you would normally do is you fulfilling one's purpose. But now we're all in the season because we have not been in church. I closed our church down before the governor did last March. We have been doing social media, conference calls, Zoom, Facebook, Periscope, uh, YouTube, everything, and that's what we've done. Because I, I have looked at it to make sure for me and, and uh, that we were, I was were not going to uh, be in that situation. So now that that's taking place. And now that all of that is happening, uh, I, I want you to understand that the purpose of God now is to counsel to you in that situation, not necessarily for you to fulfill a physical purpose, but let's go back. It is for you to fulfill the purpose that God, watch this, the other Greek word for the word purpose, which we're going to talk about here in just a few minutes, is the word prothesis. That word means a plan, a setting. That means a proposal, a purpose, or a resolving, or the will. That's what you have. You, that's something that you want to do, but let's go back to what it is that God says. There's a joy, there's a delight, there's a wish, a matter, and there's a business of God that now has to be taken care of. When you pray, when you seek God's face, Every time you pick up your Bible to read it, you are doing and accomplishing just as much as you have accomplished when you went, went out to feed, when you went out to, uh, to the highways and hedges and compel men to come. But what God has done, he has shifted. He has shifted the purpose under the heavens for all of us. You have a few conditions that you have mentioned. But now God has shifted that purpose under heaven. So you are still fulfilling the purpose of God. It is being done in a different way. Do you know how many weeks it took for me to get comfortable ministering to a device? And the only people in my home is my wife and my brother. And in most cases, it was just me and my wife. And I'm ministering to two iPads and cameras. And and it took some time. To get used to that and I felt like I wasn't doing what God called me to do he said but the purpose in which I have called you is to reach them this is a new method or different method under this heaven of reaching them and you are still fulfilling my purpose I'm still getting the joy I'm still pleased out of it and what you're doing now through prayer through seeking God's face and giving God time at home you are still giving God the desire. You're still giving him the joy that he's requesting, and you're still uh, pleasing God in that way. Now, the heaviness of what you carry, you're never going to lose that. You'll never lose it because you're accustomed to getting out working and doing the will of God. But I, I want you to feel comfortable with this. God, will, he's helping you to make the adjustments, and those adjustments are to do the will of God this way. And not to hold yourself and to feel guilty because you cannot get out. We all may not be able to get out for some time. So we have now to find what is God's purpose now under this heaven. Because remember, they call it COVID-19 because it was in 19 when it took place. But remember, before all of that happened, we were serving God. But now under this heaven, we have to find another way to serve God where he still gets the joy, where he still gets the delight. And I believe you're doing that. So I remove and I speak right now the heaviness and guilt that is upon you, and I loose the anointing of embracing the purpose and will of God under this new heaven. It may be chaotic, it may be hectic, but it is a new heaven, and I speak that God is blessing you and freeing you from the heaviness that you're carrying. Is there anyone else that's going to, that has any questions?
3: This is Mother Curtis.
1: Mom, how and are you? Love you. I'm. Re- listen, I'm reaching through the phone, giving you a big old hug and kiss. I love oh,
3: you. Oh, I would love that. <laughs> I miss you. We all miss you here. But you know, I, I, my problem is, uh, we've been praying and fasting and praying and whatever we thought. For our apostle, one day there's good news, and the next day is not good, and you're glad one day and you're down. And, and, and I've been wondering, Lord, are we praying right? What is going on? What's what's what is this? And my worry yes. is, uh, it there it seem to that the prayers oh uh, 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 one day you're hindered and the next day it's okay. I don't
1: know. I, I It's just bothering me. It's headachy. Yes, ma'am. And I'm going to answer that question because remember that we're, we're teaching the purpose of understanding. I haven't gotten to understanding yet, and that's where you are. But listen to what God said to me. For all of you who are listening, I was in prayer, and, and I heard God speak to me. And I began to pray for Dad and said, what's the time? you talk to me. Because understand this, when you have the true prophetic gift like we have, we see life and we see death. We see the things and most prophets won't speak of a death. I can't tell you the number of people that I had to call and say, hey, God said, you got three days, your husband, your wife, that situation. So we see that. So I asked God specifically and, and I'm, going to, I'm going to speak to you what God said to me. He, he, he wrote out the word in bold letters and said the word April. So I'm telling you, by April, and I, this is what I, I, I'm, I'm – you write it down. Because when I, I was in prayer, I got up the other night after I talked to First Lady, and she told me that they were taking him uh, to another facility. And I prayed. And I lay down, and at 3.30 in the morning, God told me to get up and go take communion for him. We take communion every day, and we do it for the, not out of a ritual, not out of something uh, that we believe, but we do it every day. And God said, go take communion for him right now at 3.30 in the morning. And I came back, and I said, you know all things. I need you to speak to me right now. And he wrote out the word in big, bold letters, the word, the month April. And I'm speaking right now, and I need every one of you in agreement with me that that's exactly what God is going to do. So Mother uh, Mother Curtis, the up and down, he's not fighting against flesh and blood. He's fighting against principalities and powers. To tell you how powerful God is, the whole time he was in the Facility before we, I didn't know, nor did First Lady or Pastor Brooks. None of them knew that my two nieces were the ones who were caring for him the whole time. I didn't, we didn't realize it till the last few days, and they took good care of them of him because when we had the conversation and they they told when they found out that it was him and we. And I said to them, what facility you work at, because my, my dad is in one of those facilities, they told me. And see, we don't know what God is doing behind the scenes until it is revealed. Because remember, our purpose is not his. And when we fulfill the purpose of God, you praying, all of us praying, under this heaven, God has to reveal in time what's getting ready to take place. So when before we end this uh, meeting tonight, we're going to pray. And God said, April. And I know and I believe for a fact that that's going to take place. Killed in a car accident 10 years ago. Died at the scene. Was dead for almost 40 minutes. He showed me in March the whole accident. And I'm going to do this quickly. Diagnosed with prostate cancer five years ago. I have not had any treatment because God told me he was going to heal me. I know that I am healed. Don't have the symptoms. Don't have the signs when they went back and saw that it had spread it and then we prayed went back he came up the little asian doctor got to jumping up and down in the office and said oh my god what we saw on the screen and what we saw with the biopsy is not there because god can do it because god will do it but our purpose is to do the purpose and will of god and then he will fulfill our purpose through counseling through deliberation Through preparation and proper planning and through the word arrangement, he's going to do that. Now, let me move on because we're getting close, like uh, 37 minutes into it. But now watch this because this is important. We still have to answer the question, Mother Curtis, that you just asked. I don't understand what's taking place. The principalities and powers are constantly coming against the anointing that's on his life. You cannot be anointed as powerful as that is, and then just think you're going to sit home and have ice cream and cake and nothing takes place. So we have to pray that in his subconscious state, that the, his subconscious state is greater than his actual waking and okay. mobility and moving state. Because if we pray now in, the, in, his, uh, in this state that he's in, his unconscious state, that God is going to move and that the angels are around him. Write this down, and and, and I want you guys to pray this, because God spoke this to me the other day. We have to pray for the hedge, the hedge of life. Remember, Satan couldn't come against Job. He could not come against Job, and I never realized it, because Job had the hedge of life. How can you say that? Because God... He said, I will come against him, but you have a hedge around him. This is the reason why it was a hedge of life. He said, do all you can to Job, but do not take his life. That's the reason why Job had the hedge of life, because the enemy couldn't come against Job. And when God removed the hedge, he said, do not take his life, because Job no longer had the hedge of life around him. So we're going to pray for the hedge of life to be around dad right now, 24 hours, that it is around him that he is covered through all that is going through because the hedge of life now allows the purpose of God to be fulfilled and the understanding of it will come after the completion of the healing that's taking place. So the hedge of life, I want you to pray that. Pray, God, I thank you. Keep the hedge of life around him. That means that even in his state, the enemy cannot come against them. Why? Because we have been praying the hedge of life around God. Let's continue this. So here's the anointing. We gotta deal with this. And watch this, sister Montina. Remember I said Proverbs eight and one. It said, Doeth not wisdom cry. We have been crying out the wisdom of God. God, please, heal, deliver, please set free. But then it says this, and understanding put forth her voice. God, I don't understand why. Mother Curtis just said it so so beautifully, plain. She said I don't understand the up and down. Why is this taking place? I don't understand, God, what's going on. Now, watch this. We have to come to the conclusion of what understanding is. I want you to write this down. Understanding is the Greek word B-Y-N. I'm sorry, the Hebrew word B-Y-N. The Hebrew word B-Y-N. Understanding, that word is pronounced in the Hebrew, bean, just like one of the beans that we eat. And catch this, that word in the Hebrew, understanding, means to understand. It means to see. It means to pay attention. It means to teach. It means to examine. But in the DBL, Hebrew, that word means to perceive. Look closely. And if it means to perceive, Sister Martina, watch this. If it means to perceive, the Greek word for the word perceive is another word which we call think. And that word think in the Greek is the song or the Christmas song called Noel. So now watch. We have to be careful how we think about the purpose and will of God. Because if we perceive it the wrong way, then our understanding is wrong. And remember, I read to you that in the book of Proverbs, that understanding has her voice. I'm not going, we can't see each other, we're not on Zoom. But listen, I'm going to be honest with you, and, and, and I need you to be honest with yourself. There's some time that when you heard what took place and what has happened, not only in this case, but what's taking place in the world, you begin to think and perceive some negative thoughts that you have to immediately speak to, cast them off and cast them out because of your thinking, your understanding, your perception, how you look at it closely. And that Greek word for think is the word noel. And listen to what that means, that word perceive, uh, when you begin to think. We sing a song when I think of the goodness of Jesus and all that he's done for me, when I when I know well of the, of the goodness of Jesus and all that he's done for me. Because your understanding now is a perception. And that word means to perceive. It means, Noel means, again, insight into. Listen, write this down. When I fulfill God's purpose, when I fulfill or when I'm fulfilling God's purpose, he's going to give me the insight into. God can never speak outside of his wife, outside of him first, and his wife the church every one of us should know what god and when god is going to bring him out the reason being your understanding have a voice but when my perception my being of my understanding is the will of god and not my will when was the last time we prayed over this situation with dad and said god your will be done. Our will, and our, watch this, our purpose is God bring him home, and that's what's going to take place. But sometimes, I said this in a word of the week, sometimes the only way to go forward is to take two steps back. And sometimes you have to step out of a situation and what your purpose is, what your will is, and what your desire is, and ask God honestly to, God, what is your will and your desire for this situation? I had the, I came off a 40 day and night fast, and I laid in the bed and said to God, the cancer that I have been diagnosed with, you have been honest with me the whole time. I'm laying here, and I want you to tell me, is, is this cancer, is it unto death? Be honest. Don't don't say, uh, and I'm talking to God boldly, and he showed me that it wasn't. But it wasn't, watch this, it wasn't what my purpose, it wasn't what my desire was. My desire was that whatever you chose me to do and tell me to do, that's what I'm going to do. And this is what he said. He said, no chemo, no surgery, and no radiation. So now, Sister Montina, I'm stuck because those are the only ways that you can eradicate cancer in the body. But now they have a new method. Because I chose to do the will of God. They have a new method called HIFU. It's a high ultrasound sounding or sound that takes and destroys the cancer. It destroys it and break it up in pieces. I'm not suffering from any condition. Don't have any pain. Don't have anything unusual taking place because my will now, was no longer my will, but I wanted to give God the delight. I wanted to give him the desires and say to God, what is it that you want in this situation? Is it unto death? I'm, I, I'm, I'm okay with it. I'm okay with it if that's what you say to me. Just prepare my heart for this to take place. Now let's go back. Remember, I said the word boule, and that word meant that God, his immutable plan. Uh, purposely arranging all the physical circumstances, which guarantees every scene of life works, every one of the scenes in your life, no matter what it is, how it, it takes place, God will guarantee that it's going to work to his eternal purpose. But now I have to lose my purpose, and I'm coming to that. He's going to grant you an opportunity for your purpose, but he will not grant it if your understanding, your perception, is not right. It's what you think. And if your thinking is not godly, and it's hard to think righteous when you're under pressure, when someone's cussing you out, when someone's doing something to you, when you're going through a situation, it is hard to think righteously for the purpose and will of God. But when you, watch this. When you understand, the purpose of understanding is to understand the will of God in a situation because he'll give me insight. Is there anyone on the phone that God spoke to you before something was going to take place? Anybody? It can be seconds or minutes before it happens. And he tells yes. you that it's going to take place.
2: I can witness to that. Yes.
1: You watch. And watch it. He showed me something that was going to take place. And and listen, I'm going to tell you. He said, and I don't want you to act like this, like the old folks say. I don't want you to act like a monkey. And he showed me before it was going to happen, and Mother Curtis, I act just like a monkey. And when I sat down, God rebuked me so tough and said, I showed you up front. I gave you the insight so you wouldn't act the way that you acted. So God will give us the insight. We just have to think and come to the understanding because, remember, your understanding, according to Proverbs, have a voice. And your voice, your understanding, will no longer have a voice if you don't allow God to come into the voice of your understanding. It will become a tinkling brass and a sounding cymbal, but more importantly, the people will reject your voice of understanding. Why? Because it is not your voice. It is the voice of understanding that God has given you for his will. Yes, we all love to fight, and we probably grew up in areas where we love to fight. And we, No, you ain't going to do me that way. I'm going to get you back, and God is saying to you, before that takes place, and I'm using Sister Martina as an example because I know her and Mother Curtis. Watch this. God will look and say to Montina, this is what I want you to do. This is what's going to take place. And if Montana, myself, or Mother Curtis don't do it, after God then gave us the insight, then God said he's going to say to us, I showed you up front not to act that way. Because my purpose was for me to get the the joy, the delight out of what I was taking you through out of the physical circumstances that I orchestrated out of that circumstances to work for my eternal purpose. This is the eternal purpose of God, whether we believe it or not. Dad is coming home because God spoke to me and spoke to someone and said, this is not unto death. I don't care how close yes. my coach I don't care how close death comes. I don't care if his body shut down. God said that this was not unto death, and I decree, and by April that he will be home. I decree that she man that God's purpose is being fulfilled. And I believe why Dad is laying there, he have no other choice but to hear the purpose of God. But I know that He knows that the season of this condition in His body, my God, is getting ready to be over with. The time, the lungs shall be rebuilt. The hair follicles on the lungs are being rebuilt. The brain and the oxygen to the brain. The upper respiratory, the right and left yeah. ventricle of the heart, the aorta, the veins, the lower the left descending arteries, the right descending arteries, the mitral valve, the kidneys, and the hair follicles on the kidneys, uh, the creatinine level, the blood, my it God is restoring it because the purpose in my and the will of God. His purpose and his will, he permitted it. And hear what God just said. If he permitted it, he can only permit it for a time. And April is the time that all that has happened to him is over with. My heart is hurting because my my mother-in-law didn't have the time. My brother-in-law didn't have the time. My, My nieces and nephews who died didn't have the time. But God saw fit under this heaven for this purpose to give him the time. And no matter what principality walk into the room, there is the head of life around him. And I want y'all to understand that we have a voice of understanding and let's come to the agreement that he is healed. And you know what? April is the fourth month, and four is probation. That means that God is taking him through a probationary process, and it's already over with and done. And we have the understanding. That's why I said let's praise him in advance. We have the understanding that he is already healed. He is already fully recovered. Change your thinking right now. Change what you thought. Change what you heard. What's up and down is only the process of the purpose of God under this heaven. And I decree God didn't bring this man that far to let him mind to go right now. He didn't save me and bring me in his ministry thirty years ago for me to come to this place where I gotta stand over a gravesite and bury the man that birth in my life, the anointing of God in your life, the anointing of God. He didn't he didn't start this church for y'all to be uh, uh children without a father. God has a purpose under this heaven, and we're going to give God the glory under this heaven, and we're going to receive the purpose of God. We're going to delight Mando under right now with God right now that we are blessed for the purpose that God has. I feel an anointing right yes, here. Lord. Listen, yes, say these words with me out loud, every one of you. Let's, let's, let's flood this phone call and say, I'm going to change my thinking right now. Come on, say it with I'm, me. Gonna, I'm going to change, I'm gonna change my, my right thinking now.
0: Thinking right I'm thinking right, right now. I'm going to change what I I'm thinking right now. I'm going to
1: change what I'm right
0: now. I'm going to change what I'm see
1: right now. And let me pray. Let me pray. God, now release the insight into all that's, that's going to take place. You cannot not speak to the apostle, to his wife and to his ministry. You have to speak to him first, being the head, and to his wife because they are one. But then you have to also, you have to honor his ministry. You have to honor his members. You cannot not speak, and you cannot move without speaking to your people first. Your word said it, that your, um, your infallible and immutable plan, You have and the whole, you have to speak it, and I decree that it's being spoken right now. My God, we are examining it. We are perceiving it. And we thank God for the anointing of God. And y'all hear me right now. Listen to the word. When you perceive, remember I told you the word boule, A boulema now means the will of God. It means the counsel of God. And it means the purpose of God. That word boulema. So you have the word boule, And that word boule means counsel, deliberate, wisdom. But here is the counsel of God. And let's go to Proverbs real quick, 19 and 21, and we're going to deal with this, and then we're going to close in the book of Timothy. We just have about six minutes, and if I carry over, if not, Sister Montina, hang me up, but we we all right, and I I feel an anointing, y'all. But listen, Proverbs chapter number 19 and verse number 21, remember that when you do the will of God and fulfill the purpose of God, it provides counsel. It provides deliberation. It provides purpose. Not my will. God, not my will, not my purpose. I'm going to come to that before we close, but the purpose of God. Listen to what Proverbs 19 and 21 says. It says, there are many devices in man's heart, many of them. To grab a hold of those devices, but listen to what it says. Nevertheless, no matter how many devices you have, godly, ungodly, the counsel of the Lord shall stand. So we have to now get the understanding, or we have the purpose of understanding. When we bring purpose in, we get the understanding. But then now, Mother Curtis, we get the counsel of God's plan. And that word counsel is the word I saw. That word means I saw. I saw it. I saw God's plan. I received God's voice. I got God's counsel. And the purpose of understanding is not what I perceive to understand, but what I perceive the will of God's plan is. And when I do that, Sister Montana, God has to counsel with you. He has to counsel with every one of the members individually who is tithing with the pastor, spiritually soul tithing with him. He has to counsel with you to let you know that your apostle, your leader, is going to be okay. But if you don't have the counsel with God because you have not fulfilled the purpose of God, your voice will not have an understanding. Your understanding will not have a voice because God said, I'm trying to counsel you through this. And listen, we're in February, and I'm the queen. So that means if God does not do what he told me he was going to do, then I lied on God. But how many of y'all know that in April, by the end of April, God's bringing him home? And God is restoring him and that the church is going to grow bigger and better because take it from me, I died in a car accident. And when I died I came back more anointed, more appreciative. And he's laying right there, have nothing more but no nothing but time to be counseled by the wisdom of God. When I saw him the other day and when I saw his face, he looked like Moses. And I begin. I wanted to cry because I've never seen a person look like Moses. He looked like Moses. God has him on the mountain talking to him, telling him to say, "Hey my plan is. This is what I want you to do. This is what this is my purpose for you, Apostle Keith Brooks. You had your own purpose, but this is my purpose for you. And I promise you, when he comes back, my Nokoshi, you're talking about an anointing." You talking about a movie? You talking about God arranging. You talking about God putting into place. You talking about God putting into order all of these things. And your understanding is getting ready to change. So now we know that the word the Hebrew word for counsel is the word I saw. That means that God has a plan. So when we count ca- when we allow God to counsel us, and remember the word counsel. It's from the word bulema and bule, that is the word purpose in the yes, Greek. Lord. So when you have a purpose, that means God has counseled you. Don't talk yes. to me, ask God, what's my purpose? you go home and ask God, you go home and counsel with God, then you come back and tell me what your purpose is. Don't yes, ask Lord. me. That means you have not counseled with God. And when you counsel with God, God is going to let you know. Because, look, you cannot have a purpose without counseling. You cannot yeah. have a purpose without God's plan. You cannot yeah. fulfill what God called you to fulfill without his advice. If you yeah. do, it is, it is what I read to you in dictionary.com. It's a set and aim or intention or a goal for oneself. It is your selfish goal, not the goal of God. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. To every thing yes, there is a season and a time to every purpose under heaven. Yes. So yes. anything we yes. have encountered, Mother, Mother Curtis, under the heaven, there was a purpose for it, but there also was a time. That's yes. the reason why you didn't die in the season you was in, because when the time came up, listen, God don't hold another season towards you. He doesn't hold another time towards you. When that time is up, he never brings that time back again. But what happens is you can carry that time you, emotionally and physically, and you can carry the residue of one time into another one. That's your fault. That's not God's fault. I know. Because when you yes. understand the purpose and the will of God, it is that he received the glory. He received the delight. You pleased him yes. that, under that purpose and under that season, and God said, let's move on. So now yes, i got to close this. Let's deal with purpose. We, we, we Just give me five more minutes. And let's go to 2nd Timothy chapter number 3, verse number 10, because now this is the purpose of man. This is the purpose of man right here. Listen to what 2 Timothy, chapter number, 2 Timothy, chapter number 3, and 10. This is your purpose. This is not just God's purpose. This this is the Greek word for the word purpose. It says, But thou hast fully known my doctrine, the manner of life, purpose, faith, long-suffering, charity, and patience. When you have fulfilled the faith of God, the long-suffering of God, the charity, and the patience, you are fulfilling the manner of life of your own purpose. Now that word purpose in the book of Timothy is not the same as purpose in Ecclesiastes. In the book of Timothy, that word purpose in the Greek is prothesis, which means you have a plan, you get ready to set forth, you get ready to uh, place it out there publicly, you're getting ready to to make a proposal. You get ready to lay it all out because when you feel the purpose of God under this heaven, then, Mother Curtis, God will allow you to lay out your presentation. You can tell, and I said this on Sunday, that when I was ministering, redirect means a a word phrase or phraseology. You lay it out and you tell people God is the good God. Or I tell you that when dad gets up and walk out of that place in April, that we're going to have a testimony. We're going to be able to tell people. And I thank God that he's not one of those numbers of over 500,000 that with my God, but he's the 5 million that have recovered. See, they don't show you that number. They want you to be negative so your thinking can be changed. But there's over 5 million people that have recovered from this particular pandemic, and I decree that he's one of those and one of the greater number of those because the purpose yes, of God me. is that dad has a plan. He has a presentation to tell us about God in a way that he was never to tell us about God before, because now he has nothing but time to counsel with God, nothing but time to lay out what God wants for the church and for his people and for his life, because now we have a plan. So God said, listen, I want you to fulfill my purpose first, and then I'm going to counsel you concerning your purpose. And listen, I decree. I decree that God has designed this and that God is purposely, that God is purposely, purposely doing the things that He's doing in your life because they are physical circumstances. That every scene, every scene of your life works to His eternal purpose.
2: Every one of them.
1: Dark days, light days, no days. They all work for the eternal purpose in your life. My wife was brutally raped and molested at the age of ten on the altar at church. My oldest daughter, my oldest daughter, is by her father, her stepfather, who passed away. He not only did my wife, he did her her sisters, and one of her sisters lost her life behind it. My. Uh, uh, my, my my daughter, m- m- listen to this, my wife and her sister, both of their kids are sisters and cousins.
0: Hello. My wife
1: wrote the book. My wife wrote her book, and I was reading the rough draft on the way home on the plane, crying, got mad. I said, when I get home, I'm going to fly-, fly back to the place where he is, and I'm going to do something to him. But Mother Curtis, by the time I finished reading the book and our three-hour flight from Cincinnati home, I had to hug my wife because my wife is not bitter from what was done to her. She's not broken from what was done to her. She has her own television show. She has her own, she wrote books. She has her own podcast. She has all of these things. And listen, God has a funny sense of humor because It was a pastor who did that to my wife, and now she's married to a pastor. She is a pastor herself, and God knows all that the devil purposely had for her to try to destroy her. God took that, and he anointed her, and now she's saved. She's not only a first lady, but she is the pastor of the church. But if I allowed my understanding and my thinking to be distorted, the will of God's purpose would have never been fulfilled. She didn't hate her father. She was going to the funeral, but they wasn't allowing that many people. And she talks about him all the time, how he helped her to be a better woman, taught her how to cook, taught her how to work on cars, repair the house. Sometimes I have to snatch the hammer, Martina, out of her hand and start working because God's that's what he did for her, and she doesn't see the negativity. Her ne- The negativity became a testimony, but she began to perceive the purpose of God, and then he fulfilled her purpose. Listen, I love y'all. Are there any questions? And we're going to agree as touching. The Bible didn't say touch and agree. It says agree as touching, and we're going to agree as touching for dad yes. to come home. He said April. So is there anyone that has any questions?
3: You answered mine. (laughs) I am so thankful. And I would love to have that tape. My cell phone doesn't work. I'm on my home phone.
1: Wow. Anybody else? Praise Lord. God is good. Listen to I wrote this one thing down. It said, it is always included in the Lord's purpose in them, and hence arranging all the physical scenes of history before creation. So if he did all of the physical scenes uh, of history before the creation, this is God's plan. He did all the physical scenes before creation. So this is the plan of God. You can't plan your way out of it, even if you wanted to, because this was arranged. These things was arranged before creation. Oh, I feel an anointing. You can run. You can do whatever you choose to do. But this, it is always also included the Lord's purpose in them and hence arranging all the physical scenes of history before creation. That's Psalms 139 and 16, John 1 and 3, Psalms 139 and 16, and John 1 and 3, read it. Before history, God had already, before I formed thee, he knew thee. And And listen, we can't can't lose faith. He already knew that, that this was going to happen. He already knew what was going to happen to my mother-in-law, brother-in-law, to dad. He already knew it because he cannot form us. He cannot form us if he didn't know us first. So remember what I said. Listen to what he just spoke to me. I'm going to speak this, and then we're going to pray. He said that dad was formed for this. Because remember, he said he was formed for it. If God knew you before he formed you, then he formed you accordingly according to what he knew. So he was he he was formed for this. My God, I feel an anointing. All y'all went through y'all were formed for it. You can't complain, you can't cry. All you went through, you were formed for it. We gotta pray. Agree with me as touching. That the Bible says agree as touching, not touching and agreeing. Because if we agree first, then we can touch together as one. Or yes. we touch first without an yes. agreement, you may be touching with someone who does not agree. Yes. So we agree as touching. Father yes. God, in the name of Jesus, me here in Las Vegas, the members in Ohio, we agree as touching for the miracle and for the word yes. that you spoke, that by hateful yes. matoshionda, by April, you wrote it out in big letters, by April yes. is that he's coming home. And I, disagree, yes. I agree as touching with his body right now, yes. with his members right now, with his family yes. right now. I agree yes. as touching that it is done. And, God, I yes. thank you because you are moving. I, I speak now that this virus, while I'm praying, comes against the very thing that you did yes. first to man. You breathe into his nostrils, And yes. I speak right now the same anointing and the same breath that you breathed into yes. Adam. Breathe it into the apostle, my dad, right now. Breathe into his lungs right
0: now. Restore
1: what has been done. The damage yes. is being restored because you breathed into the breath of life into him, the breath yes. of life, not just one, lives. Many members. I'm one of them. Many members, lives. And the, yep. the nostrils, mm-hmm. the nostrils being the door, the open door to the brain. Breathe now through the nostrils to the brain, and I speak to the right and left lobe of the brain, the frontal cortex, the the
0: the
1: the, the, the side cortex. I speak to it now that it is restored. The equilibrium right now by faith to the heart, to the liver, to the kidneys, body. Hear the name of Jesus through my voice, and be thou made whole. Dad, take up your, be- take up your bed and walk right now. And that it is done, and we agree as touching for the head of life around him right now. And you say yes, if yeah. any two or three are gathered together, not in person. Yes. We're gathered together by phone, agreeing as touching that you will come into the midst and know, I, I feel the anointing. I feel you in the midst yes. of us right now, that it is done, and we thank yes. you. And from this moment, from this moment, no matter what we hear, we're going to give you yes. praise. From this oh, moment, yes. you will get the joy. From this moment, you will get the delight. Yes, From this moment, we will yes. please you. From this moment, we will yes. tell you thank you. From this moment, we will say yes. From this moment, we'll tell yes, you thank Lord. you. From this moment, we'll give you the glory. From this yes. moment, God, we just say yes, yes, yes to your will.
0: Yes, yes, Lord. In the name of
1: the Father, the Son, and Holy Spirit. Yes, In Jesus' name. It's done. You, Amen. It's done.
0: It's done. Praise the Praise the Lord. Praise the Lord. Praise the Praise the Praise the Praise the the long suffering is over. Yeah.
1: Yeah. Yeah. the no, the <laughs> <By faith, laughs> You have orchestrated see it, and I decree that it is yeah. that it is done. No. Hallelujah. You have always no. seen this. You have always, and if there is a time for us to go through it, then there's a time that we have to heal. There's a time we have to recover. Yeah. There's a time we will walk away from it. There's a time where we'll be no longer damaged. There's a time yeah. where we'll be no longer broken there's a time we'll no longer be hurt or in pain because if there's a time for a season for us to go through it, then there's a time yes. when we will not go through it. And I decree the time is now. Yes, Lord. Yes,
0: Lord.
2: Yes, Lord. Yes, Lord. My God. <laughs> We,
1: we put our proposal before you right now, God, as one body, that you will heal him. That's our proposal. You will restore him completely. That's the purpose. We're putting it before you. That's the proposal that we're bringing we're proposing that you will restore him, that you will bring him back greater, more anointed, that all is taken care of, that his wife is yes. healed, that his children, that his mother, God, breathe upon them right now. Place your hands under their yes. heart and breathe yes. in the place of their grief. Breathe in the pain, place of their pain. Breathe in the place of their suffering right now that it is done. That is our proposal. And we ask you, we come to the throne boldly. And we decree and we ask you yes. in your son's name that this is done. That's our proposal. That's what yes. she under, And I ask that yes. you sign off on it in blood, in Jesus' name. Yes.
2: Jesus' name. Yes. Jesus' name. Hallelujah. Praise
0: the Lord. Lord. Thank
3: you. Glory. And it is
0: so. He said in a to shall
1: My understanding have a voice and we understand that he's healed. We understand that he's delivered. That's our understanding have a voice. We understand that he is blessed. We understand he is in your hands. We understand that you have him. We understand that you're delivering him. We understand that you're rebuilding. Our understanding has a voice.
0: Yes, Lord.
1: Mm-hmm. Yeah, that, yeah, yeah.
0: Yes, it is. Thank you, Lord. Thank you, Jesus. Thank you, wonderful, Father. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you, Father. Thank you, Lord. Hallelujah.
1: Lord,
0: I praise your holy name.
1: Yes, Lord. Think, yes Lord. think of your goodness. Think
0: of your goodness. We think of. Yes, Lord. Yes, Lord. We praise your holy name, Father. Lord, we praise your holy name. The Lord is right. Hallelujah. 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 Thank you, Father. Oh, my yeah. God. <laughs> thank you. Thank you, Father. Oh, Jesus. Oh, God, I thank you. God. God, thank thank you. you. Wonderful Father, Savior. <laughs> thank you, Father. Yes, Lord.
2: Father, I praise you for the one delivering the service tonight. You, Lord.
0: You have my doing. Lord, my Lord. Holy comfort, Father. Yes, yes. We thank you for it, Lord Jesus. We do it Jesus' mighty name. <laughs> Bless him, Father. Holy, holy, holy. I I know you I and gifts, Hallelujah, God. Hallelujah. Strengthening is hard. <laughs> <Jesus>, my <name. laughs> Jesus, mighty name. No, 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 Jesus' no, 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 Oh, Father, praise you, praise, you, praise yes, 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 you. yes, 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 you thank you. <laughs> <laughs> Bye. <laughs> Bye. <laughs> <laughs> Bye. He said, Another son of a king, another son of a king, another son of a king. Lord, we praise your holy name. Oh, yes. Lord, we praise your holy name. Hallelujah. Hollow book, or Hallelujah. Glory to your name, Jesus. He said, I didn't want of my king. I did of my king. He shedded the He shedded the Glory, oh, glory, God. glory. Lord. Thank you, Jesus.
3: Hallelujah. Shalom, my I
0: you. Holy One of us. Holy name. Yes, Lord. Yes. Yeah. Thank you, Jesus. Yes. yes. Hallelujah. Glory <laughs> to your name, Jesus. We thank yes. you. We praise you. <laughs> You're the Father. I'm yours. Yes, Lord. I'm yours. That's your will in my life be done. We have a time to be done, Lord. Yes, Lord. Mm. Then I might be able to do what you have me to do to follow the past. And thank you, Lord. And you praise your Father. Lord, thank you. <laughs> I praise your Father completely. You in the I Oh, alone. <laughs> yes, Lord. Yes, Lord. In Jesus' name. Thank you.
1: Sister, can you hear me? Yes,
0: yeah. yeah. Yes, sir, I'm here.
1: Okay, I'm going to send you the notes uh, that I had tonight, and I'll send them to you. And if you, those who want them, they can they can get the notes. So when you get a chance afterwards, if you can email me um, or take yes, me an email, I'll, I'll send you the notes. Listen, yes, I, sir, I, I will. I love it. Okay, I, I love every one of you, and I just thank God for you. And remember that there's a time of time to every purpose under the heaven, and this yes. purpose that God permitted, the time thank of it is coming on. And I thank God. I, I appreciate you all. I I felt honored when First Lady asked me if I would uh, partake tonight, and I I thank God for every one of you, and uh, for those thank who God. I don't know. I know you through through Dad, and I, I thank God for that. And uh, uh, me, Mother, sister Martina, uh, like the kids used to say, we road dogs. <laughs> we didn't been on the road, yeah. and we didn't done, we done yeah. much together for years. And I thank God for them. And I, I came to uh, to it, it was power deliverance back then, and, and it's hard for me to say the other day because that's how we came up. But I, I came to power deliverance through. Mother Curtis's sister, I was selling insurance and went by her house, and uh, she told me about this man. And uh, when he prayed for me, uh, Sister Martina, when he prayed for me, and I fell off the altar and hit my head, I ain't been right since. <laughs> so, <laughs>
0: no comment on that. <laughs>
1: <laughs> there
0: you go. <laughs> I thank God oh. for
1: and I love you and I appreciate you. So I'll get you the notes. And Sister Martina is back in your hands, sweetie. And we
2: love yes, you, sir, too. We thank you. We thank, I love you. we too. thank you very much for standing in the gap for our apostle tonight, sir. We appreciate you and we love you so much. God bless you. All right.
1: Thank you, sweetie.
2: God bless
0: mm-hmm. everyone.
1: Mm-hmm. God bless you.
2: Yes,
0: Lord. Have a good night. All right, good good night, night to everyone. And be blessed.